Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Good afternoon and welcome to another edition of Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher, brought to you by the Katie's family of restaurants. Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City, unfortunately still not operational after Hurricane Ida. We'll find out more from celebrity chef Scott Craig in hour number two when um, Katie's will come back online. But uh, the sister restaurants, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue, uh, is open along with uh, their other sister restaurant, Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Both are open. Both are uh, offering, again, uh, a great menu for you to go out and enjoy a fantastic meal, especially on a beautiful day like today. 
uh, an opportunity for you to go out and uh, maybe dine indoors, dine outdoors, uh, whether it is Francesca uh, by Katie's, uh, where you can get uh, fantastic pizzas, uh, fantastic burgers, great muffaladas, St. Louis-style deli sandwiches and sodas, great family recipes, and don't forget about the family meals. Uh, again, all part of the, um, uh, the menu that you can get over at Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue. You can go to FrancescaDeli.com to check out the full menu or give them a call at 266-2511. Of course, uh, uh, Hickory on uh, Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. They're open seven days a week for you. Uh, if you love a contemporary Creole cuisine menu with great southern dishes, they got you covered at BienvenueHarahan.com. That's, that's the website uh, where you can check out the entire menu. As I mentioned, dine indoors, dine outdoors. Uh, if you love fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, and daily specials. And don't forget about the Sunday brunch. We got you covered over Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Of course, you're listening to 106.1 FM, Nash Icon. Uh, I'm your host, Eric Asher, taking you home each and every afternoon, 4 to 6. Uh, you can uh, check us out on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, where, uh, again, you can keep this uh, program going uh, on these mobile apps. Nash FM 106.1, as well as ericasher.com, uh, all part of, uh, again, the way that you can um, listen to the program. Also, uh, uh, don't forget about our podcast. It's on uh, all the major podcasting platforms. Anchor is our home base. Just search Inside New Orleans uh, radio show with Eric Asher, and you'll find it at your leisure. And uh, very, very happy about the uh, the podcast. Uh, folks that are not able to catch the program here on Nash FM 106.1 are flocking the podcast, and we very much appreciate that. Um, and, of course, uh, we'll continue to be able to hype that for you as we go forward. Uh, we had to tape the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports today. Uh, WLE has, a, has some uh, a conflict tomorrow. Uh, Jeff Duncan joined me on the program. Uh, you'll be able to catch that tomorrow at 1 p.m. on WLAE-TV, 6 p.m. on WLAE-TV, 10 o'clock on The Deuce, WLAE-TV 2. Uh, again, then Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE. Saturday at 2 a.m. on The Deuce, and then Pelican Sports Television every Saturday afternoon at 5 o'clock. We covered everything. Saints, LSU, Tulane, even talked about Arch Manning and the Pelicans. So make sure you check that out. It'll also be on our social media platforms, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook. Facebook, uh, and of course the WLAE TV YouTube page. Uh, Sean Vazena, Fox 8 Sports, in his regular slot today at about 4:30. We'll bring him on, talk some Saints, LSU, and Tulane with him. And then uh, celebrity chef Scott Craig joins us at uh, 5:10. We'll talk hospitality. We'll talk the restaurant industry, and we'll also talk about what's happening in the sports world around these parts. Uh, that'll happen at 5:10 this afternoon. All right. Uh, some quick notes: the Saints injury report is not out yet. But uh, Mike Triplett tweeted out a little bit earlier, just based on on what the uh, Saints could uh, the media the Saints media could see at the beginning of practice. It looked like C.J. Gardner Johnson is available. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore is available. Uh, uh, Tano pa- uh, Passanio is available. Pete Werner all participated in the portion of practice that was open to the media. Um, the only other person, uh, player that they, they talked about was Eric McCoy, who was there, but he was in street clothes. So waiting on the Saints to be able to um, to release their uh, official injury report, as soon as that happens, uh, we'll let you know about it. This is huge. 
You're going up to, to New England. You got your ass kicked in, in, in Carolina. I mean, they handed it to you. They embarrassed you. Uh, offensively, the most inept offensive performance in the history of the Sean Payton era. Um, the, the offensive line has never looked worse. And, look, we've talked about it a lot on this program. You know, again, the one thing that's beautiful about this show is uh, I have a record, okay? If you want to be able to figure out whether I've said something or not, go back to the podcast. It's there. Okay, it's out there for everybody to see. There's no hiding behind my words or behind a microphone. When you say it, it's out there. And I talked about this when Drew Brees retired. And I told people that they would rue the day that Drew Brees were retired. A lot of people, again, upset because they couldn't throw the long ball. Are you kidding me? I'd take another two years of Drew Brees, even at a diminished capacity, based on, again, the knowledge of the offense, the ability to be able to make the line calls, which was huge for this team. Okay, getting getting the uh, team out of bad plays even before the snap that we don't even know about, okay, that you have no clue what was going on, just Brees seeing things. You heard the Carolina Panthers um, uh, defense talking about that after the game this week, that they knew that, again, they could rattle Jameis Winston if they put pressure on him. And they also knew that with Breeze, Breeze got the ball out so much quicker and, and again, was able to change things on the fly at the line of scrimmage. That's why they feared Breeze. That's why Breeze was so successful. Now, Breeze grew up in this offense, right, for the most part. He comes to New Orleans. Uh, again, nobody thought Breeze was going to be a Hall of Fame quarterback when he walked in the door, especially, again, with the bump shoulder. But, again, in, in, um, in consultation with uh, Sean Payton, they grew this offense around the strengths of Drew Brees. There's going to be some, uh, some growing pains here. We knew this. But, again, you're missing now that X factor that Brees bought every single game that, in a lot of cases, uh, again, we're taking for granted. But, again, there's no excuse the way the offensive line played. I finished the entire game last night. Watched the first half uh, the night before and then, and then the rest of the game last night. The offensive line was putrid. I, I mean, just horrible. I mean, so many times guys, that, again, didn't know who their blocking assignments were, guys that are blocking air, guys that are standing around, looking around, as, again, pass rushers just fly right by them. Uh, you know, Bre- uh, uh, Peyton talked about the double-A gap. Are you kidding me? I mean, that was all day long. Uh, so this offensive line was embarrassed. Uh, I, I said during the offseason, Breeze in a lot of cases probably made this offensive line look a little better than it was. But yet again, still considered one of the best offensive lines in, in the league. They're only missing one player. It's Eric McCoy. Okay, in the past, when, they, when a player has dropped off, there's been no drop-off. Uh, but again, obviously there was a drop-off on Sunday. They've got to rebound. And they've got to rebound against a pretty good uh, Patriot defense that you know Bill Belichick is already in the lab. He saw what Carolina did last week, and believe me, he is going to he is going to take that and reinforce it, and again, uh, show you different looks and, and make you have to decipher it. That's why, again, it's incumbent upon this line to be able to protect uh, Jameis Winston. But it's also incumbent upon Jameis Winston again to not fall back into bad Jameis, which he did last week. It's the one thing, ladies and gentlemen, that we all feared about Jameis Winston coming to New Orleans. It wasn't the arm strength, okay? It wasn't the fact that again he could make throws that Breeze at this point in his career could never have made it was again what happens when you get pressure and the rubber hits the road because we've seen this during his time at tampa bay and the one thing you didn't want to see was bad james in week one he was flawless now again the pressure was almost nil but when the when when the pressure came on sunday in carolina uh, he reverted back to bad habits and that cannot continue 
Okay, no way, no how. I can accept a guy having to throw the ball out of bounds. I can accept a guy having to take a sack at times. But I'm, I can't accept a guy throwing the ball up like a punt and, and, and again, taking points off the, uh, off the board because of it. Uh, you know, the inability to be able to make a decision quickly. I understand, again, he's not Drew Brees. It's going to take some time. But he's been a professional quarterback long enough that he can recognize what a defense is doing and understand where the hot read is. So, Again, some growing pains for this offense that we didn't really think we'd see on the offensive line. If anything, I thought that, again, the lack of a big back would hurt this team. I think it has, and I think it will continue. They don't have a Murray back there right now, and I don't think Jones is the same player that Murray is. And uh, so, again, we'll see how that kind of plays out over the life of this season. Uh, But, again, defensively, if they can get the players back that they lost, because, again, a huge amount of players uh, that are considered playmakers on this team were not available against Carolina, then they're going to be fine. They are a good football team, okay? But, uh, again, you've got to be, you be, you be very good to grade at the quarterback position, and they weren't this past weekend. And we'll see, again, how that's going to play out going forward. Also, again, when we come back from the break, Christian Clark had an article in NOLA.com today discussing uh, David Griffin's tenure as uh, vice president of basketball operations for the uh, New Orleans Pelicans. Look, it's something that we've discussed on this program, uh, ad nauseum. I mean, we've we've discussed it to death, okay? But I'm going to get into that in a few minutes because a lot of people don't realize, and even Jeff Duncan and I talked about this today on, on, on the TV show, that this is the offseason where Zion can, can sign his rookie, his, his second extension. Okay, it's the one extension that comes after the rookie contract, uh, which, again, pays him more than any other franchise can pay him. It will be a record-setting contract based on, again, the uh, salary cap and, of course, him being the number one overall draft pick. Uh, but, uh, again, there are a lot of people out there that believe because of the money that he's making off the court, uh, with his endorsement deals, uh, that he can step away and say no thank you to the Pelicans, play out the contract, become a, a free agent, and then move on to, again, the, uh, the team of his choice. This is a defining offseason uh, for David Griffin and Zion Williamson in New Orleans. So we'll talk about that uh, when we come back. Sean Fazan joins me at the bottom, uh, the bottom of this hour. Celebrity Chef Scott Craig in the second hour. I'm your host, Eric Asher. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, whether it's electrical uh, systems that you need help with, whether, again, your air conditioning system has broken down on you and you need help. Those of you that are living on the North Shore, they're going to they're gonna have cooler temperatures starting today all the way into the weekend, and you may be cranking up that heater for the first time, and you need to have it inspected by a professional. They can do that for you. And, of course, uh, don't forget about generator sales and service. They got you covered. Whether it's a new AC system or an existing system that needs service, truly a company can trust. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home or your business. It's Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. acpromise.com, acpromise.com. If you're over the never-ending New Orleans summer heat, it's hot. then you're one of us. It's hot. Welcome to 1061 Nash Icon's never-ending summer of Nash. I mean, let's be honest. We all prefer Nash country over 106 degrees. Let us reward your battle against the heat with some of the hottest tickets in New Orleans. It's all about having a good time, right? Every weekday while you work with Scott Innes, you can win tickets to Florida Georgia Live. This is how we roll. Luke Combs. And Eric Church. 
Plus. One Nash winner will get them all. Get the code to text every day while you work. Stream us online at NashFM1061.com. Then turn it up loud. The never-ending summer of Nash. Only from New Orleans country giant. 1061 Nash FM. This report is sponsored by Macy's. This week at Macy's, get great deals on fall's hottest trends like bold colors, tonal pieces, and more essentials for him and her. Plus, update your space with bed and bath basics. And Star Rewards members earn on every purchase except gift card services and fees. More at Macy's.com slash Star Rewards. Be mindful that the right lane remains blocked on 10 eastbound at the Bonacary Spillway due to emergency repairs. And look out for delays on 10 eastbound from just past the I-55 ramp to the 310. Also be mindful of delays that are steady on 10 eastbound from just past Elysian Fields to the high rise. 10 westbound, your delays are solid from North Claiborne to Canal and the delays pick back up from Causeway to Clearview. Delays on the 610 on the e on the westbound side from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge and on the eastbound side from Elysian Fields to the 10610 merge. Look out for delays that are heavy along the West Bank Expressway and the uh Along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection, eastbound from Stumpf Boulevard to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. On the westbound side of the West Bank Expressway, delays are steady from just past Ames Boulevard to Avondale. Be mindful of delays that are steady along the, um, the eastbound side of the West Bank Expressway from Avondale to just before Stumpf Boulevard. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi folks, trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business, just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. 
Hire a Cash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Thanks so much for being there. Our show today is brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants. Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City. Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue and Bienvenue on Hickory. Uh, both Bienvenue on Hickory and, and uh, Francesca by Katie's are open. Uh, Katie's is temporarily closed because of Hurricane Ida damage. All right. Um, before I talk a little bit about the article about Griff today, and really not about that article, really, but my, my thoughts about Griff, and it's really kind of a, a replay of what we've done in the past. The the official injury come out. Um, Eric McCoy is uh, did not practice today with the calf injury. Uh, CJGJ, uh, knee injury, limited participation. Marshawn Lattimore, hand, limited participation. Calvin Throckmorton has a knee injury, limited participation. Pete Werner, hamstring, limited participation. P.J. Williams has a back injury, limited participation. Peyton Turner, elbow, limited participation. Uh, and Tanyo Passanyo, calf, full participation. So uh, we'll monitor that for the rest of the week. Hopefully, again, these guys will get on the field with the exception of McCoy, who we know will be out a few more weeks uh, with the calf strain. Uh, you know, again, I want to remind everybody, those young linebackers have to come to play. Uh, they did not do that last week. Ellis, Ellis nor um, uh, Bond, uh, again, did not play well. Werner did not play because of the injury. Uh, Quine Alexander's out for two more weeks on on, on, uh, on temporary IR. Uh, so, again, the, the, he's not coming with the Cavalry. Uh, Detroit is, uh, um, what is it, uh, Ian Rappaport is reporting that Detroit is looking to be able to move Jamie Collins. Now, if you remember, Jamie Collins was the number one linebacker on the list of Sean Payton a couple seasons ago when he took the money and ran, leaving uh, the New England Patriots and going to the Detroit Pistons. At that time, I believe, uh, joining his, uh, his former defensive coordinator, who was the head coach there, uh, but got a little bit more money than what the Saints were, were willing, to, willing to pay him. Uh, obviously, he's not working uh, with the new regime that's there now. Uh, with ex-Saint uh, coach Dan, Dan Campbell, and they're looking to be able to move him. I'm not saying the Saints are going after him. Uh, I'm saying, again, if he's still the t- same player he was, he's an upgraded linebacker. The problem is cap room. I mean, the Saints literally, again, um, uh, did, a, did a cap maneuver with uh, Traquan Smith the other day, taking his, uh, his, uh, his base salary, turned it into a signing bonus to open up even a little bit more cap room. That's how cap-strapped they are right now. Uh, but, again, uh, the, the young linebackers have to play better this week. This, again, if Gardner Johnson's on the field, that helps. But you can't have a situation where, where Bond was lost like he was, Ellis was lost like he was, uh, and, and continue to play solid defense. Week one, when you had your full complement of players out there, uh, even those young linebackers played well because of the supporting cast. It didn't happen uh, with, uh, against the Carolina Panthers on Sunday. All right, I wanted to cut, touch on this quickly because Sean Vazan's going to join us at uh, 435 this afternoon. Uh, Christian Clark, for those of you that are just tuning in, uh, he is the beat writer for the Pelicans for NOLA.com and the Times-Picayune. Um, uh, he had an article today discussing uh, uh, J- David Griffin's tenure uh, here in New Orleans. Now, look, as I mentioned, in, as we tease this going into the break, we've, we've discussed this subject uh, on this show to death, okay? 
you know, look, I, I, I was a big advocate and, look, had the man crush on Griff uh, because of, again, what he said, the things he said he was going to do when he took the job, okay? Um, came out a lot of promise. I mean, he was the perfect pitch man, the perfect pitch man, okay? And, look, first of all, the, his first foyer, I, I thought that he did the, the best possible job he could do to get the maximum out of the Anthony Davis deal uh, after Clutch Sports really, again, poisoned the well and called Danny Ainge on 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 uh, on Davis not wanting to not will not willing to re-sign with the Boston Celtics, thus maybe pulling a better offer off the board than what the Lakers had. Okay, because I'll, I'll still say you give me the young core of, of the Boston Celtics over the young core of the Los Angeles Lakers, I take it all day, every day, still today. Okay, but that didn't happen. With that said, I thought he maximized the deal. Okay, that, that he could do with the Lakers, especially with the draft swaps and, and the and, and the picks. But the problem is, again, he's used some of those assets that were supposed to be to set the franchise up uh, for continued success to get out of the bad deals that he made. Okay, uh, with uh, you know we saw the Bledsoe deal uh, out of the Adams deal. He has had to use some of that capital to get out of these bad deals. Um, when you look at three coaches in three seasons, it's not good look. It's not a good look for a franchise. It looks unstable. Uh, and now he's got a rookie head coach in Willie Green. Look, I'm telling you right now, mark it down, okay, September the 22nd, okay, 2021. And I said this uh, when, uh, a while back when, uh, when Green was, was hired. And it's nothing against Willie Green, okay? But this is the same type of situation that Coach O found himself in at LSU. When you go through two coaches in two seasons, much like he goes through, co- like he goes through coordinators on the college level, and the, the seat is hot. And everybody that's involved in that particular realm knows it's hot. You're not going to get top coordinators to come to your school, and that's the reason why they ended up with Durante Jones and Jake Pease, okay? Uh, Guys that had never been coordinated in their life, they had to learn on the job. The same can be said for the New Orleans Pelicans. Okay, with Griff, two coaches in two years, the, un- the instability, uh, the article that came out in The Athletic about the uh, Zion Williamson family saying the front office was dysfunctional. And, and so all that went into the fact that even if he wanted, even the, look, remember, Jacques Vaughn was number one on his list, and he couldn't get Jacques Vaughn to leave Brooklyn. Okay, so he settles for Willie Green. Willie Green has never coached in the NBA in his life uh, as a head coach, other than in the summer league. Maybe it's kumbaya, maybe he catches lightning in a bottle, and all of a sudden this thing turns around. But more than likely, there's going to be growing pains learning on the job, just like uh, the situation is uh, up at LSU with Jake Pease and Durante Jones at, at the um, coordinator position. So watch for that, folks. Watch for that. Also, you look at the, at this, the situation with the slew of mistakes that he made in free agency. I mean, just horrible in terms of free agency, in terms of the players that he brought in that just did not fit. In some cases, overpaying those players as well. Uh, the drafts look solid, but it's early, okay? It's still early on the drafts, okay? These kids look like they can play. Uh, can they sustain that over, again, a two- to three- to four-year period, continually getting better each and every year in the offseason, adding something to their repertoire, etc.? It's not hard to pick Zion Williamson the first pick overall, okay? But, again, there were a slew of picks that, that, uh, that he had that, that he utilized on players that, again, those players, especially this is the year 
uh, the Nikhil Alexander Walkers and the Jackson Hayes have to step up uh, and, and, and be a big part of the rotation. So, again, the drafts on paper look good, but they're going to they're gonna have to see how they, how they, how they uh, uh, fare out um, when, when, it comes to the, uh, when it comes to being on the floor uh, this, this upcoming season. Uh, he has now alienated the Williamson family. And that was kind of confirmed by Christian Clark's um, uh, his article today. Okay, uh, you know we always set back when 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 the Williamson family said that the uh, front office was dysfunctional. What? Wait a minute. Griff was brought in to again stabilize uh, the front office. Okay, I told you myself about the, the reputation of of, uh, of David Griffin among his peers, based on again who people I have been able to talk to. Again, he's not trusted. Okay, if you don't believe it, ask Stan Van, Van Gundy, ask Alvin Gentry, ask J.J. Redick. Again, all guys that, again, walked away with a bad taste in their mouth, but that permeates throughout the league. Okay, so you got that situation. And then according to Clark's article today, uh, he seems to have alienated Zion as well. I mean, how do you, how do you alienate your superstar? And then imagine asking a 19-year-old to come play the piano for him, uh, as it was reported by Clark today when, when the Pels were in the bubble. Look, I haven't, I haven't had a 19-year-old in my house in a long time, but I don't think asking the 19-year-old superstar, hey, come, come tickle the ivories for me, Mr. Piano Man, is somehow going to get an endear Zion Williamson to David Griffin. So, you know, that, that, when I read that, I'm like, oh, are you serious? I mean, come on. Uh, but this is a crossroads season, okay, for this, for this organization. Uh, Griff. Definitely a crossroads season for him because there's no, again, if he fails, he's out. There's no other way around it. He's gone. And now it's been another wasted three years. And then that, then if Zion declines his, his, the option to be able to sign the, the, the contract, Griff's probably gone as well because that means, that means Zion's on his way out. This Pels team has to win or it's back to the drawing board again. And I can tell you right now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, I do not believe this franchise is going to relocate. But I do think that fans are going to become more and more alienated uh, from this team uh, because of the constant dysfunction. And to let another superstar, a once-in-a-generation player, walk out the door of, of again, uh, this New Orleans franchise, uh, I'm not going to say it's going to be the death nail, uh, but, again, they, they, they are starting the second line. That's for sure. Because, uh, again, it just goes to show you that uh, even when you thought you had it right, you didn't have it right, and Griffin has been given more than enough rope now uh, that it's, he's either going to, going to, going to use that rope uh, to be able to move this team forward or he's going to hang himself with it because this is the, where the rubber hits the road this season. And i got to be honest with you, looking at the roster the way it is right now, ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's still a, a roster with a lot of holes in it. And uh, they, went, they were the eighth highest payroll last year in the NBA, eighth highest and and they couldn't get into the playoffs. They couldn't get into the ten. They couldn't get into the ten team playing tournament, right? And, and okay, um, this year they're they're twenty ninth overall, and uh, we'll see how that plays out. Because again, remember last year, all the moves that Griff made really took away the cap flexibility. They have some cap flexibility this year, but not a lot. Not a lot. Not a lot at all. All right, we'll take a break. We come back. Sean Vazina, Fox Eight Sports, is our guest. 
today's program brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City. Uh, still closed. We'll find out from Scott when he's going to reopen. Uh, damage from uh, Hurricane Ida. But Francesca by Katie's is serving Katie's dishes uh, right there on Harrison Avenue for you. And, of course, Bienvenue on Hickory. Don't go anywhere, New Orleans. Sean Vazan is next. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie's. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple if you're in the market for a quality used car, come visit us at Southern Tire Auto Sales. We have a large selection of pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs for every taste and budget. Every pre-owned vehicle on the lot has been carefully inspected for safety and quality. At Southern Tire Auto Sales, we'll only sell you the best used vehicles, and we'll never sell you something we wouldn't buy ourselves. Financing is available. Hickory & Airline and Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at FrancescaDeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. Locally owned and operated, fully licensed and insured, Grace Stovall Plumbing is a full-service plumbing company that can handle all of your plumbing needs, including gas testing and permitting, as well as video inspections. We always have a master plumber in the field, and all employees are drug tested and background checked. Serving the South Shore and North Shore with service on Saturdays, that's Grace Stovall Plumbing, 504-373-5733. 504-373-5733. As all of us in New Orleans continue on the road to recovery, Diamonds Direct is proud to help, and we've only just begun. Through September, we're donating a portion of proceeds from all local purchases to benefit Cajun Navy Ground Force, Second Harvest Food Bank, and our Employee Relief Fund. We're also offering to waive all finance fees for a limited time. Choose any jewelry item or engagement ring and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. Visit us on Severn Avenue or DiamondsDirect.com for more info. New Orleans, we're not going to let Ida slow us down, and we're proud to stand by you during these challenging times. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6 o'clock. Today's program brought to you by the Katie's Family of Restaurants. Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City. Temporarily closed because of damage from Hurricane Ida. Uh, but you get those same great dishes over at Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue. And of course. Avenue on Hickory in um, uh, in Harahan. Both are open. Both are ready for you. Get out there and get a great meal, Katie style, at one of the again Katie's family of restaurants. All right, let's head to the guest line. Joining us in the program is Sean Vazan of Fox Eight Sports. Sean, how you doing, bud? 
doing great. Great weather outside. We finally deserve that. Day, huh? uh, yes, indeed. But I'm doing all right. How about yourself? Oh, doing fine, Sean. Doing fine. You know, uh, may, uh, baby steps as as we all recover from uh, from Hurricane Ida. But uh, believe me, I'm I'm blessed, no doubt about it. Hey, uh, hey, Sean. Let's before we kind of get into the into the uh, you know the uh, uh, the minutia of the situation. Uh, just your overall thoughts on what you saw Sunday in Carolina. Disaster. I mean, as good as the opening week was, win was. That's how bad of a second week loss it was i mean it was the polar opposites i mean they were whipped up front they couldn't control the line of scrimmage they were awful on third down they you know, struggled defensively early on um they just did not they had a look of a team that was not quite you know fully prepared and i think sean payton hinted at that after the game and uh, it showed on the field and then they made no adjustments in game and they uh like they deserved every bit of the opening week win they deserved every bit of the second week loss so I do think, you know, most time, most of the time, <clears throat> most wins in the NFL aren't going to look like week one. Most losses aren't going to look like week two. So maybe they set the ceiling and the floor for this season. In the first two weeks of the season, you don't normally get, get that right out the gate. Like, but uh, I just think you move on to week three, and uh, who knows what you're going to get, Eric, because you've seen really good and really bad in the first two weeks mm-hmm. of the season. Yeah. Um, injuries obviously lent to, to what we saw, but injuries are part of the game. The COVID-19 outbreak with the coaches obviously had to, had to affect this team. And, of course, also, as you discussed on this program the last couple of weeks, uh, the, the fatigue now of being away from home for so long in the hotel rooms, you, you compound that now, being under COVID-19 protocol where you don't have the camaraderie, you're not dining together anymore, you're not hanging out, everybody's separated, you got the mask on. So, again, it makes it a little bit more odd. Uh, all that all that came into play. But, Sean, I've never seen an offensive line play a, a worse game than what I saw uh, against the Panthers on Sunday. We've seen games where this offensive line has been a little porous, maybe on one side or the other. But we've never seen, a, at least in, in my memory, a total breakdown of the offense under Breeze and Peyton like we saw under Winston and Peyton this past weekend. Yeah, I, I would say, you know, uh, and the Sean Payton era. Now, who knows? If you go back, those those are some down sure. back in the seventies and eighties. But uh, <laughs> under Sean Payton, no, no doubt. Under Sean Payton, um, yes, of course. Right. Um, yeah, I I, I I totally agree. Um, way too many, uh, just not just bust, but just disastrous bust that led to free blitzers and free rushers right in the face of of, of Jameis Winston. I mean, I thought this guy completely manhandled uh, up front. They weren't able to make many adjustments. I thought Cesar Ruiz really, I mean, really struggled. Um, and it, they just, that's where it all started. I mean, and with the way this team is currently built, the offensive line, if you want a winning season this year, the offensive line can't just be good. They have to be great. They were the exact opposite of great. They were terrible on Sunday. So um, it, you're going to see this throughout the season. It, it, if there's an up and down with the offensive line production, there's going to be an up and down with the win totals. I mean, that wasn't even a back and forth ebb and flow. Hey, you know, they won more battles than we did up front. It was, you know, you got dominated down in and down on, mm-hmm. on every single drive in the game. Uh, and like I said, it's non-negotiable. You're winning games this year through the offensive line and run game. And everything else is coming off of that. That's, that's how they are winning. That is a formula for success. And when that's out of whack, you have absolutely no chance. Forget being competitive. You have no chance, and that's what you saw Sunday. Yeah, I agree, Sean. And, look, you go back and you break it down play by play. I go back and I watch it a second time, and I can't tell you. I concentrate on the offensive line. 
I can't tell you how many players were blocking air, okay? There was no one. Guys are going past them, and they don't see them. I mean, Ramshack got pancaked one time. Who's seen that in his career? I mean, just overall, guys not knowing who their blocking assignments were. And look, we talked about it in the past. There was going to be a drop-off without having Drew Brees there. Uh, McCoy obviously supposedly has mastered the, um, uh, the line call. You're talking about a guy with Ruiz who played center in college. Was there was there that much of a drop off on what we saw Sunday, or is that an anomaly? I, I don't know, and how how could we know? I mean, he's only got one one game sample size. I can promise you this: they're going to work on that all week because the zone blitz is coming. I mean, Eric, at one point before the Winston's interception in the first half, they were in the exact same blitz three times in a row because that offensive defensive coordinator didn't give him credit. Probably an underrated D coordinator. I haven't really heard of the guy, but he's really doing an incredible job. First two weeks of the season, uh, knew they had no answer for it, and I think you're starting to see the little, the 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 the, the, the details um, that Drew covered for in a lot of situations. Stuff like line calls, stuff like they call it miking the right player. Because if you mic mm-hmm. the wrong guy, you slide a protection, and there's a complete bust, and you have yes. Andrews, Pete, and Caesar and Reed looking at each other with their hands on their hips. Uh, saying what just happened. Meanwhile, uh, you got a, a free blitzer right in front of Louise, cuts right in front of him, and gets basically into you know, Jameis Winston's face, and he's forced to do a backspin and throw an awkward interception. Um, that's just—I mean—you just can't have that. And um, it, it, when it was something I saw in training camp, because you don't necessarily look at sacks in training camp because you don't tackle the quarterback, and you don't necessarily look at pressures a lot because sometimes the quarterback can get it off and. Maybe he got touched beforehand. Maybe you give it a 50-50 ball. A quarterback wants and a defender next. But <clears throat> I was sitting next to a reporter in one of the preseason games, and I said, something to really watch this year is this line protection call thing. I think that we're seeing more sacks that we're not talking about in training camp uh, just because uh, guys running right into a sack because the, the protection call is off. Drew handled that masterfully for 15 years. You don't have that now. And at some point, they're going to have to find someone that can clearly, confidently count on to, to make those calls. They're just going to be kind of this, this roller coaster up and down, mm. uneven production if you don't. Because if you get it wrong, I mean, you see what happens. And that's just clearly what happened against, um, against Carolina. And I'll say this. You know, they got a little, I don't want to say lucky, but Joe Barry is in his first year coordinating in Green Bay right now. And they didn't blitz. They stayed zone the whole time. And the, and the Saints were really able to take advantage of a fairly vanilla mm-hmm. team where – you saw Carolina, a lot of press man coverage, smothering those wide receivers, a lot of confusion up front, zone pressures where you're loading up one side, uh, and it looks like they're coming from that side, and you're, you're dropping those guys out and sending guys from the opposite side, delayed blitzes, and that's on tape now, and you know Bill Belichick sees it, so <laughs> you better be ready because uh, it's coming from here on out. Not just Belichick. Everybody from this point forward is going to at least test that. Okay, I mean, they're, they're going to see a heavy dose of that until they can prove they can stop it. And then the compound that, Jameis Winston, under pressure, reverted back to bad Jameis of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers days. And it's polar opposite from what we saw last week, where, again, not under a lot of pressure, uh, throwing the ball away, running the ball when he had to, just total mass confusion. And even the Carolina Panthers players talked about it after the game that they felt they could win the game. They put pressure on Jameis because he was going to become erratic. And also, uh, again, the difference between a Jameis Winston-led team 
uh, rather than a Drew Brees-led team because Brees gets the ball out quicker, and he does make the line calls. So, again, a, 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 complete, uh, a, a complete changeover in terms of what we're used to seeing out of this offense to what we saw on Sunday. Yeah, and if you go back and watch the tape, and look, I went back and watched every single interception he had in, in Tampa Bay in that 2019 season because a lot right. of people were quick to say, look, it's a risky offense, it's a risky offense. And yeah, it is. Um, but if you go back, he had a ton of issues with zone pressure where, just like I said, one, a linebacker lines up at the line of scrimmage and there's three guys lined up and all of a sudden one guy drops out and he's throwing to a hot route and guess what, the linebacker undercuts him as a pick. Now, that didn't happen obviously in week two, but point being, he always had issues with, with zone pressure. And if he doesn't feel like he knows where it's coming from or he's confident where that pressure's coming from, his accuracy's off is what's happening. And you saw that. I mean, he didn't play well. I mean, he didn't play well. Not much of a chance on a lot of throws, but he did not play well. There was a uh, a big miss on a, on an out route uh, on on one of those the play I believe it was the second down play or maybe the first down play one of the two right before the interception he had a guy open he just missed him uh, missed Alvin Kamara a few times in the flat just with low and away or high and outside um, he just did not have a natural feel for his accuracy and the week before that he was 14 of 20 this week he was 11 of 22 and you know that, that that's a little bit of Jameis Winston's career you know uh, hot and cold so yep. he's got to figure out a way to. To, to harness the good, block out the bad, and, and, and find a happy medium. Uh, and I felt like, you know, in the first game, he really he really felt like he trusted what the coaches were doing. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I'm not saying he didn't do that in week two, but um, the, the dip in production was definitely noticeable. Now, in saying that, when you're a hot, cold type player, you can get hot again. So wouldn't shock me at all if he came out, uh, played a little bit better this week against New England. But um, this has followed him throughout his career, and he's just got to play better. Um, I thought the entire offensive execution – from the offensive line to the quarterback to the running game to the receivers and tight ends, it, just, it was a complete failure uh, against yeah. South Carolina. I agree. I, I 100% agree. And then on the flip side, on the defensive side, I thought they they got more pressure once Carolina went down two offensive linemen. I think that helped. Uh, I saw some 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 uh, some concepts of the New Orleans Saints in that offense with what was it a Zelsha running that uh, that little uh, that little crossing route for the touchdown. I see Lance Moore doing that in my mind's eye. Uh, and, and so you know, Joe Brady was loaded for bear, wanting to be able to get this game to go against, again, his mentor. And this was a big game for the Carolina Panthers. Uh, again, uh, you know, the Saints have dominated them over the years, and this was, this was a huge step for them in terms of, again, respectability for the franchise. Yeah. Um, you know, Joe Brady looks – I mean, Sam Donald looks like a totally different quarterback in Joe Brady's system right now. Um, and just to give you, like, kind of a, you know – one and one A, or or just the the, the difference in, in pressure. When the Saints dialed up pressure, Donald, I believe, completed his first nine passes against the Saints blitzes. Whereas obviously, uh, the Saints struggled with the Panthers' pressure. They were able to you know get a read on what the Saints are doing defensively in terms of their blitz package. I do think they adjusted well in the second half. Uh, the Saints' defense did at least to make it somewhat respectable and give your offense a chance at certain times. You had the big sack fumble, which is, which is one of the good plays off the Saints blitz, obviously, but um, set up a touchdown. They obviously held them uh, in that, that, that drive where they blocked the field goal. The special teams obviously got that, but still the defense was able to hold a little bit. Um, I believe it was a, was there a missed field goal at one point in the game or a missed extra point, one of the two. Um, mm-hmm. So there was they had their moments. I felt like they got better towards the end of the game. Uh, I thought they made Christian McCaffrey work for it, although McCaffrey had his moments where he was very productive. He's a great football player. He's going to do. Uh, but I thought they made him work for it. But 
overall, if you're looking at the way they played in the first half, and that wasn't good enough either, and they know that. So yep. they've got they've got they got to dig deep here. Um, they're one and one. Uh, certainly not over, but um, you don't want to fall too far behind in the race because history has shown when the Saints teams have done that on the Peyton, uh, they don't bounce back uh, out of that early season hole. So they got to bounce back here pretty soon. Got two and a half minutes left. Talk to me about LSU Mississippi State this weekend. Yeah, I'm, I'm very curious to see. I, I love the implementation of the RPO game on LSU's uh, offense. I've been saying it all year. What took so long that, you know, the, the RPO uh, master and, and Jake Pete to get to his RPO quarterback, who was game as Taylor May for RPOs, and look what happened. Uh, I love the emergence of some of the true freshman wide receivers. Uh, when I saw the line at 19 uh, for LSU, I was like, man, I wish I was a gambling man because Central Michigan, uh, LSU, Central Michigan coming in the day of the game, like that that was uh, felt like easy money there, and um, the day they played well. It's interesting, you know, you win this, you might feel a little bit better about maybe uh, stabilizing the season. You lose this. That seat, which is red hot right now, might be on mm-hmm. fire by the time they get back from Starkville. Should be an interesting game. Um, I do think those some of the coverage busts you saw from a year ago will hopefully be fixed on Saturday. Well, they got to. I mean, they, they got they got crossed route to death last year. Yep. Uh, now again, Stingley didn't play, uh, but they, they they again. I was interested to hear uh, Ozeron say that they had been working on uh, the air raid offense all off season, but yet they didn't work on UCLA <laughs> all off season. So it'd be interesting to see again how they play on Saturday uh, and are able to defend Mike Leach's offense. Name of the game, uh, you got to do it. I mean, shame on them if they have what happens to them last year and they come out with the same exact effort, the same exact uh, issues uh, against Mississippi State. It's an early game. They're always tricky for LSU. I don't know how Mississippi State normally reacts to early kickoffs like that, but since Starkville, it, it could be a weird game, but LSU has no choice. They've got to come out and play well and get a win in Starkville. Yep, no doubt. Uh, Greenies uh, go down big to, to Ole Miss. Uh, I got to tell you, less about maybe the Greenies and more about how impressed I was with Ole Miss. Whew, that's an offense right there, huh? Um, that, that, I mean, Lane Kiffin has catapulted himself to maybe mm-hmm. the best offensive play caller in college football right now. I mean, it's it's really something to see his his emergence here. As since you know, I mean, I mean, I remember when he was at Tennessee, he was still running high formation type stuff. But yep. that year he was at Tennessee and USC, and now all of a sudden. Uh, he's got his own offense. He's got a great quarterback, and they just—he's, I mean, 61 points. Felt like it probably could have been more. Um, yep. So, I was impressed with Ole Miss. Uh, I know my buddy uh, Deuce McAllister was impressed. I know he's excited about the right. weekend as well for them. <laughs> Well, again, and I think Tulane can rebound. It's going to be a very difficult game against UAB, but I know they're glad to be home. And look, uh, look, uh, it, it happens. Okay, they they, st- they stepped up in class more than I thought they would. Uh, but uh, at the same time, uh, the Greenway's still a pretty good football team, and it'll be a pretty good matchup against UAB this weekend. Yeah, it should be a good matchup. I like the uh, the, the energy that they can hopefully bring by having a true uh, home opener. I still like the way this, this excuse me this Tulane team is constructed from the line of scrimmage out. I uh, like their quarterback, ran into a buzzsaw, um, tough situation, you know, uh, the rain delay, all that stuff. I mean, you don't want to make excuses, but look, that, that team is not good enough to overcome all that. And, and, and even with the perfect set of circumstances, probably we're not going to beat Ole Miss. But nonetheless, they're back home now, getting to a little bit of a regular grind. Let's just see what this touring team does, because I mm-hmm. I do think they can they can have some success this season. I agree with you. Sean, tell the folks about all the great programming over at Fox 8, your award-winning blog, and how folks can follow you on social media. At Sean Pazan, Fox 8 on Twitter. Uh, my blog, After Further Review, is on fox8live.com. 
Tonight at 10.30, game plan. Friday, Fox 8 football Friday, prep uh, football show. I uh, head into another week of action. And then Sunday, I'll be in the New England area from 10 to 11. We'll have our tailgate show. And then 10.30, we'll wrap it all up with the final play. Thank you, my friend. Have a safe trip up to Boston. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks. That's uh, Sean Rosanna, Fox 8 Sports. I'm Eric Asher. We'll be right back. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. And why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton for punishment. The TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Hi, Eric Ashwood, celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. Have you looked at your website lately and said, gosh, this needs work? Or maybe you've just been putting off building a website for your business. Well, don't stress. Cumulus Digital is here to help. Our custom-designed and comprehensive website packages include everything you need, including links to your social media, Google search, and we even drive customers straight to you. Starting at just $1,500 to build and low monthly hosting and maintenance costs starting at just $85, we'll take care of it all. Go to nolacumuluscares.com today and get started. Host Eric Asher. I want to thank Sean Vazana, Fox 8 Sports, for joining us on the program. Coming up in hour number two, it'll be celebrity chef Scott Craig uh, of Katie's. Uh, this, today's program is brought to you by the Katie's family of restaurants. Katie's restaurant in Mid-City, unfortunately, still down and out because of Hurricane Ida. Uh, we'll find out from Scott when the ETA is on the possible reopening of, uh, again, that uh, classic New Orleans restaurant. Uh, but you can still get some of your favorites over at uh, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue. And, of course, Bienvenue on Hickory, Scott sister restaurants uh, again uh, all the, well, those two restaurants are at least open for you ready to go and we'll let you know what's going to happen with Katie's. Uh, don't forget about the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. Jeff Duncan joins me on the program. Uh, again that is uh, tomorrow at uh, tomorrow at uh, 1 o'clock on WLAE TV. Also at uh, 6 p.m. on LAE TV. 10, uh, 10 o'clock on the Deuce. Uh, 9 o'clock Pelican Sports Television on Friday night. 10 o'clock on LAE Saturday at 2 a.m. on the Deuce. 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. 
Uh, we covered everything. Saints, LSU, Tulane, Pelicans, all on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. All right, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Stick around, won't you? serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. As all of us in New Orleans continue on the road to recovery, Diamonds Direct is proud to help, and we've only just begun. Through September, we're donating a portion of proceeds from all local purchases to benefit Cajun Navy Ground Force, Second Harvest Food Bank, and our Employee Relief Fund. We're also offering to waive all finance fees for a limited time. Choose any jewelry item or engagement ring and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. Visit us on Severn Avenue or DiamondsDirect.com for more info. New Orleans, we're not going to let Ida slow us down, and we're proud to stand by you during these challenging times. Katie's Family Restaurants, Katie's Restaurant in Mid-City, 
still uh, on hiatus after uh, getting damaged by Hurricane Ida. But uh, Francesca by Katie's on Harrison Avenue and Bienvenue on Hickory are both open. You're listening to 106.1 FM Nash Icon. Uh, this is Inside New Orleans. I'm your host, Eric Asher. Tune in radio app, iHeart Radio app. Great way to take the program with you anywhere. Also, don't forget about Nash FM 106.1 and ericasher.com on the World Wide Web. Our podcast on all major podcasting platforms. Anchors our home base, but we're on all the major podcasting platforms. And, of course, at, under, underscore, at Eric underscore Asher on Twitter, Eric Asher on Facebook. Facebook or our social media platforms uh, as well. Uh, I told you before we went to break about Jeff Duncan of the uh, Times-Picayune and also Fox 8 is my guest on the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports this week. We had the tape today because of a uh, conflict over WLAE-TV. We normally go live on a Thursday at 1, so you'll be able to check that out tomorrow starting at 1 o'clock. And I'll put that up on our social media platforms tomorrow in all fairness uh, to WLAE as we get, we broadcast uh, at 1 o'clock. So we'll... we'll, we'll, we'll uh, embargo that until after the uh, show ends uh, at 1 o'clock on Thursday. Thanks to Sean Bazan for joining us in the first hour. Celebrity Chef Scott Craig is just moments away uh, from the program. Well, I was reading uh, over the last couple breaks an article by uh, uh, WWNO here in New Orleans, Public Radio, part of NPR, uh, and NPR that did a, uh, uh, a expose on energy and energy New Orleans uh, and, of course, how they had resisted uh, upgrading the power grid, upgrading the system in the aftermath of all the storms. Uh, folks, I want to tell you, it, it is as in-depth of an article that I've read, and I've been doing all kind of research since Ida, Ida hit our shores. Uh, you know, uh, recent research, going back to, again, with Katrina, uh, going back to Gustav and Ike with, with the situation with energy. And I've been on my soapbox for a long, long time talking about how energy has not been uh, a good corporate citizen to those of us that live in Louisiana and also live in the city of New Orleans. The, the city is, uh, is uh, taking energy to task today with their utility committee, uh, and we'll figure out what's going on there. We'll talk more about that tomorrow for sure. But uh, if you're interested and you care about what's happening in this city, and remember, uh, when you talk about apathy, it's one of the things that has really doomed us, and it's one of the reasons why uh, we've allowed so many southern cities to surpass us over the last 30 years, and it's apathy. People just don't care. Okay, you didn't care about the levee system until Katrina overtook the levee system. And then at that point, again, it was a talking point. And we put a tremendous amount of pressure on the Corps of Engineers uh, through, again, Congress, our state delegation, the governor. I mean, you go right down the line. Uh, again, uh, every entity out there, including, again, uh, people, grassroots, uh, again, pushing for a true, um, uh, a true levee system. And, of course, the wall of Louisiana was built. And it withstood the last hurricane. And look, I'm, I, until it proves that it's not a co- a, 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 um, uh, a competent setup, uh, again, I'm going to say that the Corps, and again, listen, it took a long time for me to be able to come back around and trust the Corps. Uh, but again, they've proven that, the, again, this wall has worked. Uh, now, it's hurt some other areas that, that, are, that are getting the water now because this thing is an incomplete system. It needs to be completed. So places like the river parishes and, of course, those in Bayou Country, they're getting crushed, uh, that they have true levee protection, uh, much like we do here in New Orleans. But we have to have the same type of enthusiasm when it comes to energy. Uh, 
You know, Energy's pulling the same damn cards they've been pulling for the last 30 years. Now it's, again, threatening to move the Fortune 500 headquarters out of New Orleans. Let me tell you something. They're a second-class utility. And if they're going to be a second-class utility and they just happen to be a Fortune 500 company, and if that's, again, their only ploy, that's the card they're going to play, that, again, if you push us, we're going to move our, our, our company to Jackson, Mississippi, Hell, you know what? Pack up the moving vans at this point. No, I don't want to lose the Fortune 500 company. I don't want to lose the jobs that come with that company. I don't want to lose the prestige of a Fortune 500 company here in New Orleans. I don't want to do that. We've lost so many okay, over the last 40 to 50 years. Okay, This was, again, a banking mecca, headquarters in New Orleans. How many banks do you think we got here now? Go look at the banking corridor again in downtown New Orleans. They're all condos now. Okay, which was once great banks, international banks, uh, the, then they're all condos and hotels now. So, again, that ship has sailed. Uh, the oil and gas industry, which, again, uh, populated Porger Street as I was growing up in this city. Okay, this is where we were a hub for energy. Now in Houston and Dallas and in other places. So it's going to happen. Okay, it's going to happen because of our taxing system, because of our politics, our politicians, uh, and again, the apathy that we have. But we surely don't have to be held hostage by energy and, and continue to be in a situation where every time a storm comes, that's their answer to preventive maintenance. Allow the weaknesses within the system to go. And then, of course, the, the, the ratepayers have to pay that because of what? Storm restoration charges. No, it's been uh, talked about. It's been uncovered. Uh, it's a situation where, again, even in this article, it talks about exactly what I've talked about in this program, where, where members of the New Orleans City Council historically have been in bed with Energy New Orleans, okay? Whether, again, lobbying for them, taking money for them uh, in, in terms of, uh, of campaign contributions. And you wonder why Energy sucks? Same thing can be said for the Public Service Commission. I mean, why do you think Energy is, is willing to be able to sell Energy New Orleans or be able to merge it uh, into Energy Corporation? Because they know the PSC is a lighter touch than what the council is this time around. Never used to be that way, but at least this council in an election year is trying to hold Energy's feet to the fire. We're going to see what the PSC is going to do now. Because this doesn't just affect the city of New Orleans. This affects every part of the state of Louisiana where energy is, is, is the power company. So let me say this, ladies and gentlemen. Go to my, my uh, Facebook page. You'll be able to read this article. It's from, uh, from uh, NPR.org. It, it, it goes into the numbers I've been talking about, uh, the, the lack of restoration of the system. And again, the overriding question I have, and I continue to have it today, 14 transmission lines coming into the city of New Orleans and, and, and South Louisiana before Katrina. Eight by the time we got to Ida. What happened to the other six? Okay, why were they not replaced? And again, where were those transmission lines feeding from? Were they feeding from companies that don't belong to the energy family? I mean, was that the situation there? You know, again, a lot to uncover, and there needs to be some independent investigation into, into energy, uh, not just energy New Orleans, but energy Louisiana. But uh, this was a very, very good article, and uh, if you care, if you care about the future of your family here in New Orleans, here in Louisiana, you ought to go to my, my uh, social media platform on Facebook and check it out. All right, let's bring on celebrity chef Scott Craig uh, of Katie's. Uh, who I depressed very, very, uh, who I, I put in a deep depression yesterday with my show. Hopefully, again, things are better today in Scotland. <laughs> yes, you did. You ruined my whole night. But <laughs> I refuse to go negative today. I refuse. It's so positive, Scott, today? Sports. We talk about local sports. That's depressing, too. So what can yes. we talk about? 
I don't I, Scotty, look, it's, it's been a rough couple of weeks for us down in South Louisiana. I just got to say, and there's no doubt. Uh, you know, when the, the dome fire might have been the, uh, the, the cherry on top of the ice cream yesterday. Yeah. Go to Port Fouchon or go to, go to Homa, go to Grand yep. Island. You're right. You got it. You're right. I mean, those four people are wiped out. I've got a friend that had a, a family camp down in Grand Isle for, you know, 50 years. And it's reduced to pylons. Pylons. And, they, and it was uninsured, which I don't oh. understand. But, man, it's just sad what's going on down there. It's sad. It, it, though, again, there's a lot of people that are still hurting. Again, even I guess uh, that's the problem, though, Scott. It's been the problem with with with, with our our, sit, our city and our state. When when the when, when tragic things happen, we all step up and we try to help and we try to make sure to try to make people whole. But again, as soon as things go back to a little bit of normal, we forget about again what got us in that issue or in that problem to begin with. Uh, and, and it's part of the reason why where we are right now. I mean, the only time we really stepped up in my lifetime was stepping up to the Corps of Engineers for this levy system. And, and uh, again, obviously that has paid dividends up to this point. Well, long term, we'll see again how that plays out. But over the last few storms, that thing has held up. And we need to do the same thing when it comes to other facets of, uh, of, of life here, whether, again, it be politics, uh, who we elect, or, again, uh, again, holding energy, again, who is the, uh, you, you, our, our electrical utility, holding them to the fire to be able to make sure that they modernize our system. Because, we, we, again, we are a second-class city right now because we've allowed it to become a second-class city. And, and we have the ability to be able to lift this city up back to greatness, and we just haven't done it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's been coming, and it's, it's not getting any better. And... It's, it's really disappointing. The fact that it's just not getting any better and it just doesn't seem to be any help on the horizon is, um, is very disappointing. But I will say this about Entergy. They said the power was going to be out three weeks in Orleans Parish, and it was back on in a week. Mm-hmm. That surprised me. So that's one not me, Not me, though, Scott. Scotty, they, first of all, we were the only place that was really down at this time. Okay, so there weren't multiple storms all over the country where you had to take power crews from all over the country and spread them out, right? You didn't have that. We were kind of the, first, we were kind of the only place uh, in America that really had this issue. And then let's give a lot of credit. Uh, all these power companies from around the country sending their linemen here and how they work 24-7 uh, until they got the power up, those are the ones we need to be applauding, okay? Because, yes, they, I, I mean, Scotty, you saw them in your neighborhood. I saw them. They were in my neighborhood. I didn't see them. Right. But, again, my neighbors have told me all about, again, the crew that was here from Iowa. They got, they got, got everybody up and running here. My, my, when I was talking to a buddy of mine that, that lives uptown. Uh, his was from Minnesota. Uh, and and they, got, they got all the power up. So, you know, again, a, 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 a slap on the back to each and every one of those linemen who came right. down here, left their homes, and got the power they had, up. They had parades of trucks coming into the city you know, a couple of days after the storm. And what I don't understand is why can't we have trash trucks doing the same thing? There you go. There you go. That, that to me you. is a little disappointing because you saw what the power companies were able to do. Where are the trash companies? And that is a little bit disappointing. Because, well, it's a lot of bit disappointing because we've got trash sitting on the street and tree limbs and, and everything else. So, 
you know, things have gotten the, the, the debris is one thing, Scotty. I would agree. Okay, look, I got debris in front of my house still. And Jefferson Parish is usually very efficient about right. getting the debris. I actually was going – I had to uh, do the show today, so I was coming down David Drive, and I'm looking at the dump on David Drive. Literally a mountain of, 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 um, of trees that have been shredded to mulch that's sitting in, in, in that, that little transfer station right there, uh, that little dump. Uh, look, uh, I agree with you. This was a problem, though, with Metro before the storm. Right. And the mayor did not do enough to be able to tackle it then. And then on top of that, I mean, look, everybody's, everybody had to throw everything out of their refrigerators. And all that's on the street festering uh, again. And, 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 and people are tired of it. Uh, you know, the transfer station uh, uh, idea didn't work last week. She had to do a quick about face with this Mardi Gras style uh, trash pickup. That should have been done weeks ago, long before Ida came came ashore. Uh, but it just, look, it's unacceptable oh. that for us to be able to live in these type of conditions right now if you live in an Orleans Parish. Not have your garbage picked up in a month? Come on. Yeah, but I've heard, I've heard like, Cindy, Sydney Torres' company. Kudos to right? him, man. He's giving bonuses to people that will come help that'll come to work to clean up the trash in St. Bernard Parish. And I mean, that guy knows how to run a company and uh, he's I agree. a very good business. He's a very good businessman. And I, we should hire him to come to Orleans Parish and take care well, of it. But he did the quarter. I mean, he turned I the quarter completely I mean, I around in terms of his cleanliness. Where is Sidney Torres in all of this? I mean, can't we just hire him to come in and take care of this? I mean, he knows what he's doing. The guy's good. You know, and it's just, I don't know, man. It's frustrating, Scott. It's frustrating to pay the type of taxes you plan to pay in Orleans Parish, to have to jump through the hoops just to get something done in Orleans Parish, and and, and then the lack of services that you're getting for what you pay for. And look, there's no place in America where you should have piles of garbage that are a month old sitting in front of your house even before the disaster and then, again, exacerbated by a disaster in which the power went out for, for almost two weeks and you lost everything in your freezer and your refrigerator. So that's on the, on, on, on the uh, front lawn as well. Oh, you see, I just saved all of mine and made it. <laughs> <laughs> man, I tell oh, anyway, let me tell you something. My, my, my poor wife, you know, again, b- between her and I, we got back home. Again, we, we had to clean out these refrigerators and freezers. And, and look, I mean, it, we, we were gone for two Gross. weeks, right? That, that is not a pleasant thing to have to do. I can imagine a restaurant tour having to do that. Or again, again, look, imagine someone that is elderly that doesn't have the ability to be able to do that. I mean, look, just very, very frustrating what a lot of people had to deal with in the aftermath of the storm. And there could have been done more, more done by the government to maybe ease some of the, some of the pain that people were going through. I'll say this, you know, our dumpster service. Um, oh, come on, man, the Gator. Oh gosh, River Parish. River Parish, they're awesome too. Um, sorry, River Parish. Sorry, Brother Frohmeyer, for forgetting that for a second. But I'm getting old. But I mean, we called them, and we needed to have three pickups at Katie's and Francesca to come get all the crap that we threw away. And I mean, they came out and took care of business. They did a good job too. And let me tell you, the dump was closed down. They didn't have all their employees, but they still got the job done for us. And I have to give them kudos too. So. 
you know. Well, that's the difference between a private company that's that's right. dealing with private with private companies, and a company that again that works for the city and has the ability to be able to get around again, uh, maybe meeting the quotas they should have. Look, it never should have got. And this is nothing against Jimmy Woods and Metro, but it should have never got to this point. He should have been fired a long time ago, and somebody else, uh, a River Parish or or, or, or a Sydney right. Torres company, should I mean, have been hired at that point to go do the job. Is Metro just in over their heads? Obviously, I yes. Mean, obviously, again, they they had a problem with they had a problem with their employees. Their employees again stri- went on strike because they said they weren't getting enough um, uh, pay and benefits to be able to work during so a give pandemic. Them, give them bonuses. Well, that's what Torres, Torres did. Torres Right. And and obviously Woods did not do that. And then this continued to pile up and pile up. And then of course Ida made it much worse. And there was no one again that. I, you know, I say all the time we're a third world country, uh, the, the, a third world city. This is like third world when you have garbage that's piled up for, for, again, weeks and weeks and weeks. Unacceptable. You know, I mean, it's so important to take care of your employees. Yep. And I'm seeing you know that, that right now. So you know the loyalty, that. The loyalty at Katie's right now, they're all in there cleaning. We're working for when we reopen to have a beautiful brand new you know, in inside, we're making a lot of changes inside while we have the opportunity to do so, you know, and this Katie's is going to be prettier than it was before. We're not going to change what Katie's is, but we're going to have some new things and, and, you know, we're just taking advantage of the time off. Um, it's sad, not, you know, I miss the customers and, but my staff has been incredible. We had a meeting yesterday and we just talked about, some of the menu changes we want to do, and we're taking advantage of this time down to make it a better restaurant, to make it more creative. And, you know, we're excited about it. We're going to get reopened yeah. next month at some point. Next month? Okay. Yeah, at some point we'll be reopened. I think we're aiming for October 11th to open downstairs at least. Mm-hmm. It looks like the, the work on the roof should probably start this weekend. So, you know, we have the contractor, Rusty Boyer. is He's all lined up. He's a great contractor knows what he's doing. And uh, believe it or not, one of the problems, the holdup, is that the that roof is really tough to get up on top of because it's really, it's like a three-story roof. Mm-hmm. And the adjusters have had a hard time getting up there to, to take care of it. Yeah, it's but, got quite a pitch on it, too. There's no but, doubt. Yeah, and it, it is quite a pitch. And it's old. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. you know, but they're, they're coming out tomorrow, and I'm sure everything will be settled by tomorrow, and we can get started working on it. So... Scott, I know you're part of the LRA. Has, has, has anything moved? I mean, I talked about this yesterday on the program. Uh, again, uh, uh, the uh, the positivity rate in New Orleans is down to 8%. Uh, it's one of the lowest, uh, again, in the state. Uh, the hospitalizations are down, okay? Uh, uh, patients on ventilators are down, okay? We're, we're, we're pretty much almost back to where we were uh, but before a lot of these mandates started coming in, we have a mass mandate in in the state of Louisiana. Any word whether Cantrell is going to lift the uh, the uh, vaccination uh, identification mandate that she's put out? I haven't heard anything, but but she needs to to she needs to lift it because that you know I, I'm I'm just dealing with it at the deli right now, but it is a strain on restaurants. Um, you know, if if I've talked to, to restaurateurs in the business, some that are doing it very strictly and some that are just kind of going through the motions. 
And you have people on both sides get pissed off. You know, if you don't check it the right way, they get mad. If you do check it, they get mad. I mean, it's really, really a strain on Orleans Parish. And, uh, you know, I went to a restaurant uh, Friday morning. And I went in to pull my, my app out and I opened it up. And, of course, the facial ID didn't work. It's asking me for passwords. And, and I'm like, uh, it, I had to redo my password. It took me 10 minutes do that just to go sit down and eat in a restaurant mm. wow it's irritating it frustrates people but how about just the regular customer that goes to, it doesn't understand having to deal with all this crap i mean they gotta turn around and walk away you go somewhere else you know so and then i went to two other restaurants one of them was just kind of like hey man just flash your phone the other one didn't check us at all and we were standing there with our with our things up, you know, ready to go. Right. And I mean, so some people are doing it the right way. Some people, you know, whatever the right way is considered. I don't know because it is such a difficult situation. And you know, if the whole state was doing it, it would be one thing. But one parish should be doing this is just it, it, it's not a good idea. And needs and you know, just so we can get parish back in the mix you know because we you know scott and your phone's breaking up a little bit so i'm gonna take a break but but to your point every restaurant tour that i've spoken to has told me to in person okay male or female all they want is an even playing field if everybody's got to show the id then everybody shows the id across the state if everybody's gonna have a mass mandate then everybody has the mass mandate but you can't put new orleans arlings parish on an island because again then you're crushing business you're telling people that we're not open for business not just here in the city of new orleans but really across the gulf coast especially those individuals that again are doing those day trips October is supposed to be the turning point for our for our tourism. Again, we've got conventions that are booked that are coming back. We got meetings that are coming back. Obviously, again, the festivals were were, were canceled, but we got football back. She's got to take a second look at this, especially with the positivity rate dropping like it is. Uh, yeah, there's no doubt, and I'm sure she will. She's gonna be reasonable. Um, I don't know. You know, well, I, cer- I certainly hope so, but, but I, I don't hold out hope, but that's me. Uh, and everybody knows how I feel about the mayor. All right, Scott, hang in there. Let me take a quick break here. I'm going to come back. We'll talk about, again, the weekend that was in, in, in sports. Uh, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If you're in the market for a generator, Burkhardt's got you covered. Look, generators are hot. Everybody wants a generator, especially after, after, the, after the storm. I said it before. I said this months ago, didn't I? Again, if you buy a home in, in, in Metro New Orleans, it's probably a prerequisite that you're going to have to have a generator in your home, not just for, again, the major storms that we get, but every everyday uh, problems with the, with the grid. It's coming to fruition now. Uh, at Burkhart, uh, they'll sit down with your consultation, find out what you're looking for a generator to power up your home because you get different uh, different um, types of generator based on what you want and what you want to spend. Uh, and then they'll put you on the calendar to do a single-day install. You can finance that generator over time. Not to come with all that money up front. New install quality check after one month. 24-7, 365 emergency service when it comes to generators. So if you got a generator and it needs to be um, uh, serviced, my friends at Burkhart can do that for you. Remember, if you utilize a generator of 100 hours, you need to have it serviced by a professional. Burkhart can come out there and do that for you. acpromise.com, acpromise.com.
Inside New Orleans. If it's New Orleans sports, culture, food. Inside New Orleans with Eric Asher is talking about it. Weekdays at 4 on 1061 Nash Icon and available online anytime at NashFM1061.com. This report is sponsored by Taco Bell. Dreams are amazing, but wake up in time to have Taco Bell's toasted breakfast burritos with eggs, cheese, and bacon. Toasted breakfast burritos. Available at a participating Taco Bell location near you during breakfast hours only, 7 a.m. to 11 a.m. The left lane remains closed due to emergency repairs on 10 eastbound at the Bonnet Carey Spillway. The delays remain steady on 10 eastbound from just past I-55 to the 310, and the delays pick back up on 10 eastbound from just past City Park to the high rise. Be mindful of delays that are steady on 10 westbound from Orleans to Canal, and then it picks back up from Causeway to Williams. On the 610 on the eastbound side, your backups are steady from St. Bernard to the 10610 merge, and on the westbound side from just before Canal Boulevard to the 10610 merge. If you're traveling eastbound coming into the city along the West Bank Expressway and the Crescent City Connection, your delays are heavy from Lafayette Street to the O'Keefe Howard Avenue exit. If you're traveling along the Pontchartrain Expressway on the westbound side, delays are solid from the Claiborne Earhart exit to the St. Charles Carondelet exit, and delays pick back up on the West Bank Expressway on the westbound side from Ames Boulevard to Avondale. I'm at Robinson Broadcasting from the Attorney Mike Brandner Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can handle. Hi, Eric Asher, once again, talking about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. This is the time of year where you want to feel comfortable, and Burkhart wants you and your family to be safe. That's why they asked me to talk about Generac Automatic Standby Generators. When the power goes out, a Generac generator from Burkhart will keep the lights on, your refrigerator on, air conditioning. It's all up and running instantly. So next time the storm hits, don't be left in the dark. Talk to Burkhart about a Generac generator. Visit acpromise.com, that's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. 
Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Don't forget about my friends at Southern Tire, Hickory and Airline in Metairie. I've been talking about it over the last week. Yeah, brand new tires from uh, from Southern Tire. Got them before we left for uh, Nashville to evacuate the Saturday before uh, the storm. Uh, literally, they were open, went in, knew I needed some tires. Had already made, had planned on getting tires that Saturday. Just didn't realize Ida was coming. Uh, so, again, we utilize those tires. Great getting up and back from Nashville. Get back to the city, and, yeah, you know what happens. Uh, nails everywhere, right? Uh, got a nail on the tire. Brand new tires. Who wants a nail on a brand new tire? Brought them over to Southern Tires. Talking to, talking to Tony Piazza, and what he tells me, it's been like that continuously ever since the storm. So, again, look, no matter who you are, no matter, no matter how careful you are, you're probably going to get a nail on that tire. Uh, if you need help, call my friends at Southern Tire. They can help you. Uh, Southern Tire, again, largest selection of tires in, in, in the metropolitan area, something for everyone's budget. Also, financing is available. Uh, also, the ability to be able to repair that tire if the tire can be repaired. Uh, and, of course, if you've had problems with the engine, ASC certified technicians, same diagnostic equipment you get at the dealership, you get at Southern Tire. Uh, Hickory and Airline in Metairie, they open Monday through Friday from 8 to 6, Saturday from 8 to 3. 504-737-1558. 1558 is the phone number. And, again, you go to southerntire.com, find out all the service they provide for their customers. I've said many, many times, you don't hang around since 1972 with the business in this town unless you're treating your customers right. Southern Tire, owned by the Piazza family since 1972. Hickory and Airline in Metairie. Scott Craig um, of, uh, of Katie's, Francesca by Katie's, and Bienvenue on Hickory is our guest. Scotty Saints go down 26-7 to the Carolina Panthers. Give us your thoughts. Wow. Um, you know, I knew, you know, I've always preached that this team will go as far as the coaching staff will mm-hmm. take them um, because I do believe we've got the best coaching staff in the league. And when you have eight coaches out, you can see what happens. And uh, the team just seemed rudderless. The offensive line played like I have never seen them play. They looked like offensive line from the, the Saints in the 70s. I mean, when Archie Manning was running for his yes. life. Yes. Um, Jameis did not look good. He threw some ill-advised passes. He threw some bad passes. He missed on a couple of – I think he missed a, a, at least one touchdown. And it's, it was just a rudderless performance. And uh, I was shocked to see them play that poorly, even though the defense in the second half seemed like they woke up and figured it out. You know, uh, it's just that the offense could do absolutely nothing Mm-hmm. And, you know, like everybody's been saying, I didn't think this Saints team was the, 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 the this team we saw against Green Bay, and I also don't think this Saints team is the team we saw against the Panthers. I think it's going to be somewhere in the middle. And I still think that they can make the playoffs. Um, this is obviously a big week. I hate to be – I hate having to go play Belichick. But yeah. if we can get some players back, we get our coaches back on the sidelines, I think uh, we'll be okay. 
you know, and I, I, I still think Jameis is the man. And I'm tired of hearing Taysom Hill, Taysom Hill. He's mm-hmm. not a starting quarterback in the NFL. Jameis, Hill, Jameis Winston is our starting quarterback right now. And we need to hope that that, that works out and that we can sign him long term because I hate to waste a draft pick on a quarterback next year. And to be honest, I don't think the draft is real deep at quarterback next year. Mm-hmm. So far it's not, yes. No, so far it's not. So um, I'm just hoping that, you know, it's somewhere in the middle of what we saw. More to the, to the, the latter, more to the, to the, to the game mm-hmm. we saw against Green Bay. Because if you look back at that game against Green Bay, I mean, everything went our way. Sure. And they didn't have to do much offensively to win that ball game uh the defense did the work and um hopefully you know things will work out this week you know i mean it it was disappointing it was hard to watch um i mean real hard to watch that was like we were talking that the green bay game was one of the best performances we've seen by a saints team right that had to be the worst and be one of them at least in the peyton era for sure we only had six first downs I think uh, they not in the Peyton back era. In the 70s, you know, but man, that was unbelievable. Yeah, that's about as bad as the offensive line has played in the Peyton era. There's no doubt. And I mean, you go to the oh, yeah. three, seven, and nine seasons, they had a pretty decent offensive line. They struggled on defense. So this is this, and and just it was across the board. It was every one of them. I mean, they were all guilty. I mean, he just wasn't. You just can't say Armstead had a good game. No, he didn't. Ramshack got a good game. No, he didn't. Pete had a good game. No, he didn't. Uh, you know, no. neither did uh, Throckmorton or, or again Ruiz looked like again uh, the main the main uh, defender, the, the main one uh, that uh, would have been circled there because well uh, again the, the, so many Scotty. When I went back and looked at the game, I'm telling you right now, man. Uh, so many times I would freeze frame the the, the shot. And you got guys, you got three guys that, that, that are blocking no one, and, and, right. and Blitzer's just rolling free right at Jameis Winston. That's just not Saints offensive line football. No. And, um, I mean, Pete, it's like, you know, he's already an average football player. And it's amazing to watch him pass block. I mean, it's like, my, my gosh, have you ever done this before in your life? I mean, he can be a really good run blocker when he feels He is a very good run blocker. When he puts in the effort, he's a very good Mm -hmm. run blocker. But he's not always a great run blocker. And, I mean, but he can be dominant. But where where were they? I mean, it was like, Mm. you know, it was they were rudderless, it seemed like to me. And it just, you know, that can't happen again. You know, I agree. Just, uh, look, it it's a, it it's a, and I don't think it. I don't think it will. At least I hope no. it, it's a, it's it's a bigger it's a bigger picture problem if it does. Uh, although again, you uh, you know Belichick is taking that film and he's going to duplicate that wow. until they stop it. Yeah, there's no doubt. And uh, I mean, Alexander's not back this week. I know he's still out. Yeah, he's on IR. Uh, I mean, it's it, it's they're just gonna. All you have to do is exploit the middle of the field. You know, but there is I mean, good news with the, with, with the with uh, the with the the injury report. Eric McCoy is the only one that did not participate. Gardner Johnson was limited. Watermore was limited. Flock Morton was limited. Uh, Warner was limited. Uh, Williams, PJ Williams was limited, and Turner was limited, and uh, Passigno was full go. So we'll see what happens tomorrow, and maybe those guys now become questionable, and if they're practicing through the week, they'll play on Sunday. 
Yeah, I mean, we need those players back. It's like, first of all, I'm hard-pressed to ever remember, you know, a Saints team or, you know, other than the 49ers last year that were just devastated by injury like they've been. I mean, it's been insanity. You know, but I think this coaching staff will overcome it. I do, you know, and I still think James James Winston's a good quarterback. I mean, yeah, he looked really bad, but man, you you got to blame eighty percent of that on the offensive line. I mean, he yeah, dropped out. I don't know. I would agree with that, but again, he's still as a professional quarterback that has been playing in the league for as long as he had. What is this year seven for him? Uh, six or seven? Uh, seven, I think. Uh, again, he's got to be able to throw the, ball, the football away. He's got to throw it away. I mean, you, you take the sack, you throw the ball away, you don't turn it over. Yeah, on that drive in the first half when we were in field goal range and he just threw the ball up, that was bad. But, man, a lot of the times, Eric, he turned around, he didn't have time to throw the ball away. No, it's true. They, 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 were, they were in his face. They, they were. They were. And, you know? look, I'm telling you, anybody wants to go back and look at the game again, you'll see it. And it'll, it'll be clear as day to you. I mean, I know it was pretty clear as day as you saw it live. Yeah. But if you go back and you go on frame by frame, it is clear as day. Yeah, there's no doubt. You know, um, they need their players and they need their coaches. You know, yep. and I think they'll be fine. I mean, I, I'm not hitting the panic button or anything, you know, but. Yep. If we were 0-2. Well, no, 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 no and, and we shouldn't after two games. Come on. We're two games into this thing. We've got 15 more, so we'll see how it plays out. All right, Scott, I was behind on my, fir- on my first break because we did a monologue in the first half hour. Let me grab this three-minute, and, yeah. and then we'll come back, and I want you to talk about LSU and, and uh, Mississippi State. Again, air raid offense destroyed them last year, torched them. Uh, Tigers said, uh, uh, again, Ogeron said the Tigers have been working on this all offseason long. We'll get Scott Craig's thoughts, and also we'll find out what's happening over at Francesca and also uh, Bienvenue. Uh, when we get back, you're listening to Inside New Orleans. Stick around. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Ottawa. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we do it all. Whether it's a simple oil change, wheel alignment, preventive maintenance, brake repair, installation of a custom exhaust or suspension system. If you need repairs on climate control systems, cooling systems, electronic or electrical systems, we are the experts. At Southern Tire Auto Works, we are truly your one-stop shop for all your automotive needs. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. till 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com to check out all the services we provide to our customers. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans Best Burgers, Poor Boys Muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at FrancescaDeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. 
Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeatInsAgency.com. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. And get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti, in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. DA Exterminating is proud to be locally owned and serving Louisiana's Gulf South for over 60 years. If you want a fast response and great service, call DA now on the North Shore and in Metairie, or you can visit us online at daexterminating.com. When you needed your mom, she was always there with the Vicks VapoRub. Its soothing scent calmed you back then, and it still does today. Awaken those childhood memories with the care and comfort of Vicks VapoRub. Trusted for generations. Welcome back to Inside New Orleans. Eric Asher with you until 6. Celebrity Chef Scott Craig of Katie's, Francesco by Katie's, and Bienvenue on Hickory is our guest. Uh, Scott, the Tigers taking on um, Mississippi State Saturday morning, 11 a.m. kickoff, early kickoff for the Tigers in Starkville. And, uh, again, they got embarrassed in Baton Rouge last week, uh, last year, pardon me. What are your thoughts? Well, I mean, this is probably the biggest game of Ed Orgeron's career. Um, you can't listen to him babbling about them being ready for anything, you know, other than last week because they actually came out and played like LSU should play against what I thought was a better team than, than what we saw in Central Michigan. Um, they got the ball out, you know. Uh, they just they look good. You know, and they better do the same thing this week. And 11 o'clock starting times have never been good for LSU. Uh, that's another that's another strike going against them this weekend. Um, I, I'm thinking this is the biggest. He's got to go to Mississippi State and put it on. I mean, he really needs to beat Mississippi State because not one of the best teams in the SEC. I mean, what until they have to play Ole Miss, which blew me away by dismantling Tulane. But, you know, really Tulane's did. been on the road. Tulane's got a good team with a great coach. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, I, I, Tulane will recover from that. I mean, playing UAB Saturday, that's a big mm-hmm. win. That's a big game for them. But, you know, going back to LSU, I, I mean, if he doesn't show up, show up and show up big, because um, I think Scott Woodward wants to get his own coach in there anyway. I don't think they're real happy with him in Baton Rouge to begin with. And um, I don't know what to think. I don't know what we're going to see Saturday. Do you? Do you really? You know, do you, can you get a feel on this team at all? Mm, you, you know, I, I think their back is against the wall here. Uh, you know, look, they've had their two preseason games. They're out the way now. Uh, you know, again, I know they're not letting the UCLA tape linger. 
but you're an SEC player that now, and you got embarrassed by this team last year. And, again, if you cannot get focused and ready to play and be motivated to play a team that absolutely embarrassed you and, and put record-breaking numbers on your defense last year, well, then that's got to tell you something about the motivation of this, of this program uh, this season. So uh, is it a must-win? No, but it's as close to a must-win as you got to have going into the SEC season, especially after blowing the situation with um, – Especially have to blow in the situation with, with UCLA to open up the season. Um, so we'll see. Look, uh, uh, I thought offensively the RPO uh, game worked. Uh, getting the, uh, the tempo up work, worked, pardon me, like we thought it would. But I don't know if you can mask the deficiency of the offensive line. I do think the defensive line, though, is, is proving that um, uh, they can be reckoned with. That's, that's for sure. Yeah, but you lose a big leader, man. Losing yeah, Anthony. Uh, Andre Anthony, no doubt. I mean, that's a big, big loss, and somebody's got to step up and be a leader and take his place. You know, They're I'm moving Mason Smith about... into his spot. I love you know, the kid on the inside. I just don't know if he's going to be able to do it on the outside. I'll be interested to see how that plays out. Scott, I got, uh, we, we're up against the clock now. Got just a few minutes left. Uh, tell us about Bienvenue and, and also Francesca. What you got going? We just come out and see us. We've got at Francesca, we've got Friday, Prep Friday Nights with uh, Les East and Jude Young. Um, that was a lot of fun last Friday. We had a really good turnout for that. Um, it's just it's it's a fun Friday night at Francesca. We've got our tent up outside. The weather's going to be beautiful. So just come join us. Bienvenue, the same thing. We've got a beautiful patio outside. Jimmy Capella and Stacy, they've been doing a great job running that place, and the food's coming out better than it ever has. Um, I'm really proud of what's going on at Bienvenue. They're doing a really good job. And uh, we just need everybody's support. And, and October the 11th is, is your is your target date to get Katie's back open. Yeah, it might even be sooner. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. At least downstairs. Um, we just need to get working on it. Um, once again, my insurance company has been incredible. Uh, Kevin Sheehan with State Farm has been amazing. Like Dave Miet takes care of you. Yep. I've got one of those guys, you know, and uh, I'm just, you know, we're getting through it. You know, but Good. Katie's is going to be better, and and uh, and the fun old Katie's that it's always been. It's going to yep. be a little prettier. There you go. Hey Scott, who do you like this week out of the Saints and the, and the Patriots? Um, my heart tells me the Saints. They've got to get their players back. But what does you? But what does your wallet tell me? Because that tells me what you're looking at. Who are well, you betting on? They both have horrendous receiving core i'm i'm disappointed in callaway man i thought he was going to be better but obviously you know i mean he's he's got to have a good game uh troutman's got to have a good game i mean they've Mm -hmm. just they've got to come out and play saints football and i think Jameis, you know we'll be able to do it i just i think you know camara's going to have a big game i just you you got a rookie quarterback with with new england they're not a great team. They're just well coached. And I think these teams sort of mirror one another mm-hmm. because they're coached really well, but you know, their their talent pool's a little bit little bit slim right now. Um, I think it's gonna be a close game, a field goal either way. I would not bet this game. There is no way I would bet this game. Like so I did stand away from it. last weekend because losing eight coaches is mm-hmm. too too much to overcome. True. Um, but I, I would not even touch this game because you have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah, great, you know? great point. But I think the Saints will pull it out by three. There you go. 
He's got a hot off the bench podcast coming up uh, tonight. Yep, six thirty. We're doing it from Francesca, so Beautiful. we'll be there. Looking forward to it. All right, buddy. Thanks again as always. Thanks. We'll do all it all right, over again next week. Absolutely. That's my man, Scott Craig, again, of Katie's, Francesca, and also uh, Bienvenue on Hickory. We'll be right back. Hey, all right. Welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign just say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Hi, folks. Trust is what Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating is all about. Take it from me, Eric Asher. If your AC ever fails, you can trust Burkhart to be there quick, get you back up and running. If you need a new AC, trust Burkhart to treat you with respect, to help you save with a fair price, do the job right. As my good friend John Burkhart always says, trust is the foundation of our business. Just ask our customers. For air conditioning this season, trust Burkhart. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans best burgers, poor boys muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. As all of us in New Orleans continue on the road to recovery, Diamonds Direct is proud to help, and we've only just begun. Through September, we're donating a portion of proceeds from all local purchases to benefit Cajun Navy Ground Force, Second Harvest Food Bank, and our Employee Relief Fund. We're also offering to waive all finance fees for a limited time. Choose any jewelry item or engagement ring and spread your payments over five years with zero interest. Visit us on Severn Avenue or DiamondsDirect.com for more info. New Orleans, we're not going to let Ida slow us down, and we're proud to stand by you during these challenging times. At Ping's Pre-K, the growing enrollment is no play date. She needs more teachers certified in early childhood development. Is it nap time yet? Lunch? Indeed can help her hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. With Indeed Instant Match, we immediately show you quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed meet your sponsored job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Did you know that United Healthcare helps connect you to doctors and therapists with 24-7 access to virtual care? So I could have therapy from my couch? Yep. Or a doctor appointment from my car? 
If you wanted to. Wait, you're right. I don't even like when people see me sing in the car. Couch appointment it is. Virtual visits are just one of the ways United Healthcare helps connect you to better health. Learn more at UHC.com. Plan benefits may vary. All right, folks, uh, don't forget about my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. If the A.C. breaks down, maybe you're having issues after uh, Ida, uh, Burkhardt is there for you. Fifteen trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home. Nate certified technicians and doing only the work that's necessary. Honest and reliable service since 1989. Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. ACpromise.com, ACpromise.com. Francesca by Katie's is open. So is Bienvenue on Hickory. Oh, uh, target date of October the 11th for Katie's to get back open. Hopefully, again, that'll be sooner than later. I want to thank celebrity chef, Scott, chef, celebrity chef Scott Craig for joining us on the program. Also, uh, Sean was in at Fox 8 Sports. Rudy back in studio producing. All the great sponsors sponsor our program. Thanks to those sponsors. Go to ericasher.com for a slideshow to sponsor, sponsor our program. Please continue to support those great sponsors. Coming up next, it's All Access with Ken Trahan. His guest, Chrissy Freud of uh, Sports Illustrated, NBC Sports Edge, and the Draft Network on LSU Mississippi State. Brooke uh, Kirschhofer of WWL-TV on Saints and Tulane. So stick it right here on 106.1 FM. My name is Eric Gash. Have a wonderful evening. From the dog cat to the governor, they all got to go.